0: Welcome to another episode of Ran Out of Talent. I'm your host Joe Zare Jr., and with me is Ryan Greening. How's it going tonight, Ryan?
1: Hey, Joe. It's another beautiful, sleepy, lazy Sunday night.
0: I wish I could be lazy. It's not. It's not in the playbook for me right now. Oh, I feel bad for you. Yeah, you should. Just the only thing you should feel bad for me about is wrestling with the wife's car to replace a headlight.
1: Yeah, it's, it gets more and more fun every generation of cars.
0: Dude, I had to take the bumper off. <laughs> so And then it's a unibody. So it's like you take the bumper off, and I swear everything twists around it. So sure. nothing lines up right when you put it back together. Like if I take the fender off my Crown Vic, it's going to go on the same way. But, yeah, whatever, that was fun. Hey, I got what? an opponent for my fight. I'm excited about that.
1: Oh yeah, what do you know about him?
0: I don't want to know a damn thing. Nothing. Okay. Because all that's gonna do is get into my head. All right. He's gonna come in, and if he weighs 155 pounds, we're gonna scrap.
1: Is this a jujitsu ju- a match or is it a full-on MMA match?
0: It's in between. It's combat jujitsu. So once okay. it hits the so gr- What are
1: you allowed to do as far as like striking?
0: Once it hits the ground, open palm, boss rootin, and Nick Diaz Stockton slaps are legal. Okay. Just layman's terms. Sure. So yeah, that's gonna be exciting. I've been training for that and now I'm training for a reason. That's When's
1: nice. that happening?
0: December seventh, in uh Savage at Neeson's sports bar.
1: Cool. What's I don't know, the who's the sanctioning body or the organization?
0: Uh, Savage Entertainment. Okay. So, yeah, we've been coming up with some pretty pretty good stuff.
1: Sweet. Yeah. So, it's nice to have a goal. Yeah. I I was surprised that you were able for so long you were able to do this stuff without a competition side behind it. Well, you know what I have not
0: I've done jiu-jitsu tournaments
1: Oh, that's right, yeah
0: But it's not the same Like at a jiu-jitsu tournament The worst that's going to happen to you is A joint's going to pop if you don't tap Or you go to sleep if you don't tap to a choke I have a legitimate potential of getting knocked out And that's exciting (laughs) I know it sounds weird, but
1: well you're a weird guy so it sounds right yeah. on yeah
0: bunch of racing happened no doubt we, we've we been gone for two we skipped last week because we did a tuesday episode and then a sunday rolled around it's like i got nothing what about you and you're like i got nothing either
1: yeah we probably could have put something together with the J Con race and everything but yeah it's I, I think it's okay for us to go every other week to be honest with you.
0: Yeah, it depends on what's happening. Yep. I mean if there's a lot of racing, a lot of news to cover and a lot of smack to talk. <laughs> oh, speaking of on a quick side note, so that um one car that they were doing the go are the crowdfunding for he Yeah, bit, the,
1: the, the one with, like, the internal suspension?
0: Yeah. He did, he did a 3D mock-up of all the parts and whatnot. I mean, so he ran it on an outdoor Astro track, uh, kind of similar to Shamrock. It cornered well, but it was terrible on the bumps. Oh, okay. It's kind of a bummer. But
1: Yeah, well, first iteration
0: Yep So, anyways So, I'm guessing you got a lot of results
1: Yeah, well, a lot of people showed up to that J-Con race Wow, <laughs> congratulations to Thunder Road uh, You know, aligning themselves with Jason Rona and J-Concepts And bringing that event to Minnesota they had two hundred and thirty-three entries. Good for them. That is awesome.
0: You know what? They did the proper thing. They brought in outside help. You know what I mean? Dave Duncan was doing the race directing, keeping the show. Oh, on the he road. did.
1: Okay, yeah. I, I didn't know that it wasn't uh, Ryan. No, so it, that's it was... cool. They brought in a, brought in the big guns.
0: Yeah. In my opinion the only one that would have been better Eh, I'm not even going to say that I enjoy my announcing better But you know what Since Dave Duncan quit doing the Ric Flair Woo He's been pretty good
1: (laughs) I've I've, I've actually never caught Any of Dave Duncan's work So I'm not, not familiar with his stylings
0: So it's pretty good now But back in the day like I used to go to the mic at Genesis all the time and Dave Duncan would announce and you'd be having a good run in the middle of the good run and you just go woo it's like you shut your mouth boy
1: <laughs> it's horrible I'd rather have somebody go woo than say my name <laughs> yeah the, the death the death call of the announcer calling out your name and position
0: I I get that totally but you know so any who, uh, do we got results for that?
1: Uh, I was just going to skim over. Um, obviously for me, I think the coolest thing that was, that happened was, and I, maybe we, maybe we talk about Seth a little too often yeah. on here, but I mean, what are you going to do? He's, he's the fastest guy in our region if consistently. Yeah. He's and winning. He went out on a national stage and, uh, he won the stock four-wheel drive class. He qualified for both A-mains and mod. Good. Uh, finished second in stock buggy, and he won the four-wheel drive class. He won the four-wheel drive stock class with a Techno on carpet. He's doing he's doing more for a Techno 10th scale than their factory team.
0: Oh, he's doing way more than Tebow.
1: Oh, it, it, t, yeah, whatever. Tebow, uh, Bornhorst. Born
0: Horse doesn't count for anything except for E-Truggy.
1: He's pretty damn good with an E-Truggy. That's what Born Horse counts for, E-Truggy. He kills it. So, yeah, Seth went out and, and beat, you know, some of the fastest guys in the nation in that class. That was awesome.
0: Right, yeah, it, it is awesome. And then um, there are a few things like, so Cavalieri came. Uh, Joe Pillars and, um, Ryan Mayfield had a skip out, so. Yeah, why was that? I heard Mayfield had a sick kid, I don't know what Pillars' deal was. Okay. Um, you know.
1: That's a a bummer for all the, all of our locals that went, you know, that, that have never seen Ryan perform before.
0: I know, but it's a legitimate reason you got a sick kid. Oh,
1: absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, no, no doubt. No doubt. But it's just like one time my father and I, um, this was, t- 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 would have been 2005. It was the the rookie year of James Stewart in the premier class. Oh, yep, yep. For Supercross. And in the first round, the first round was in Anaheim, California. It was a mutter. So it was kind of a throwaway. So there, the first time he was ever going to battle... Ricky Carmichael and Chad Reed on a decent track was in Phoenix, Arizona. Okay. And my dad and I traveled all the way down there to watch that race. And goddamn it, he got himself hurt in practice, and we never even got to see him ride.
0: Oh, that's a bummer. I mean, he... and that's
1: kind of what—that's kind of what I'm equating it to. Like, if yeah. I, I might have—I didn't go. All right, I didn't go. I didn't watch. I might have gone and watched. If Mayfield was there, he, he just has, he's got that James Stewart style. Uh, I don't know. He's got the pull Yeah. for me.
0: I was going to go, but I got caught up doing other stuff.
1: Sure. I mean, well, they didn't need us cause there were 233 yeah. entries there.
0: Right. You know so what So they
1: were doing just fine.
0: If they were on the same show, if they get it again next year, I would be willing to go, and I bet you, so 2020 Nationals have already been announced. I bet you off of this race, they're going to get the 2021 Nationals, and if they don't, it's going to be a shame. The Roar Nationals.
1: Oh, okay. Roar Nationals on turf?
0: Why not? That's where it's going. Ah, It's where it's going.
1: (sighs) Whatever. All right, well, as long as it comes to Minnesota. Yeah. I can support that. Oh, for
0: sure. I mean, the have you looked at the Roar schedule? No. Nothing close.
1: You know, it's inconsequential to me. I I don't think there's ever th- been anything close since you know, I started in off-road RC 5 year 4 years ago.
0: You know, I think Omaha's had one or two. They've had an E Nationals and a 10 scale Nationals.
1: Yep. That that's still not that close. In no. My book. I know some of our guys go down there and compete, but
0: they went down there this weekend.
1: Yep. So yeah.
0: But um couple more notes from the J Con race. So Cav was running Yokomo but wasn't wearing any of the Yokomo gear in the picks, and he thanked all of his sponsors except for Yokomo in his uh social media post about the about the race.
1: Sure. Well, you gotta wonder if the checks aren't clearing, huh?
0: Why in the hell would you still run a Yokomo?
1: Ah, if it's if it's the platform that you're currently familiar with and the stuff that you have all the parts for. I mean, I, I don't know. I
0: I get what, it, what it.
1: What did you What did you want him to show up on? Otherwise,
0: anything else? Why not try well, a car you give want? Give me to... an example. Um. Why not an Associated again? Why not an X-Ray?
1: Why an Associated? I would never do that, being him.
0: Yeah, well, he was with Associated for so long. Why not a Losey? Uh
1: The Losey's really good on turf. Wh- well, he wouldn't have got their hands on their new four-wheel drive, so he would have been stuck with one class that he can do well in.
0: Yeah, that's true. You know, we haven't seen anything about their new four-wheel drive since the World's.
1: Uh, I have, I've, I've been following what Dakota has been doing. So he went, he went and dominated the masters of dirt Yep. and he he beat some decent competition to do it. He beat Dustin Evans and Dustin Evans is a great 10th scale racer. Oh, for sure. Um, so that thing's still going well, but yeah, they're not, they're not pushing it too hard on social media or anything like that. Maybe, maybe they're just not all that close to a production release.
0: That makes sense. But yeah. Anyways, why wouldn't why wouldn't uh Cav just run whatever because he's never had a good result with the Yokomo, right? I don't think at least.
1: Well, he was on fire at the Jake Con race. Oh,
0: he sure was.
1: He driving really well. That's probably his he first. Got himself DQ'd. And that was unfortunate. But
0: what he? Get? I didn't see that. What was he DQ'd for?
1: They had to at some point. I don't know when it was, but they deemed a jump that the guys were doing. I believe it was because it was a little unsafe, yep. maybe for marshals and stuff. So you had to stop doing it. And apparently if you would jump a certain distance past the, the single right. before the... It was kind of like a turning tabletop thing that they were landing up on. Okay. Um, if you went too far, you'd get DQ'd. And I think it happened to Seth in... a in a qualifier or I don't know when it was, but I think it happened to him too. So he's, Cav wasn't the only one to get kind of dicked on the deal. So
0: is, is that the sportsmanship shit people nope. were talking about?
1: I don't think so. No. And actually I know not. Okay. That's, that wasn't the problem. Um, it's Sunday night and my brain's trying to reach back and find it because somebody said something about it recently. I can't get there. So unless yeah. you have, notes on the sportsmanship issue i I can't really speak to it yeah
0: um Uh, i don't have my i'll tell you what though Uh. what i
1: did here versus the guys like us that just were able to look at the pictures and look at the videos and stuff we weren't there right right so i don't know how you felt about it but i looked at the video and i was like god damn is that a boring track and part of me was surprised because it's such a big event And the other part of me wasn't because I'm never all that impressed by their layouts in the first place. But if you talk to people that actually went there and actually raced, it sounds like everybody had a damn good time, including having nice things to say about the track. Holmberg, Sean Van Dalen, all them guys said positive things about the layout. So it must have been racy.
0: I've been hearing good things.
1: Yeah. yeah. Despite not being sexy, you know, there wasn't any big jumps. Aside from all that, it must have been good for racing. Yeah, and that's... Because people were happy with it.
0: It's not like an RCGP situation where they're doing it for an audience. They're doing it for themselves. So as long as it's racy.
1: That's just a classic thing, too, that I think all of us need to remind ourselves. Because sometimes... You know, we've got a big race coming up, whether it be an MNRC event or something else, and you see pictures of the track, and you're kind of like, ah, well, you don't know what it's going to be like until you get there. Oh, God.
0: For the last MNRC event, there was shit talking I deleted off the post when they posted a picture of the uh, layout. Sure. And it's like, bro, you haven't even driven on it yet. How can you talk? And the layout was fun. Yep. Yep.
1: And yeah. That's that's something that I need to remind myself, and I think it's good for other people to hear it too. Right, is you got you got to get there, and you I got to actually drive on it before you start slinging mud. I agree. Yeah,
0: Minnesota just needs to stop shit talking in general.
1: Sure, in certain but I, ways. In you know in in our general fashion, Joe, because you and I just concentrate on all the negative aspects. And none of the positives. Um, there was a little bit of controversy. Not controversy. There were some people that were a little perturbed that there wasn't there wasn't the same kind of uh, post race tech inspection mm-hmm. as they were told would happen. So apparently, and this is coming from Sean. Yeah. Apparently, they were told that they were going to do a motor teardown in the top 3 of stock buggy. Yep. And that didn't and that didn't happen. Which is kind of a shame because if you're told something like that and this and the Gonzalez kid kind of took it the wrong way, you know, he was following Oh yeah. one of the posts on RC Racing group and, you know, felt the need to to step up and defend himself and I don't think any of us, well, maybe a few people, but anyway, I don't think Sean, Seth, or any of those guys thought that Gonzalez was cheating. I think they just wanted somebody to live up to their word, right? They said they were going to do motor teardown. It's not that fucking hard. It's three screws.
0: I don't... It's... A, I have two thoughts on this. A, they were too lazy. B, they might not know what they're actually doing.
1: It's not that hard to take the three screws out, pull everything apart... And notice whether or not there's a mod rotor. It's in not the car.
0: hard to you and I. You got it. Anyway, there, there's I, levels. I was, told,
1: I was told that that Jason told the organizers that he didn't want to do the teardown.
0: Well, so that's,
1: that it just it just adds this this element of we'll never know, right? Right. It's it's not going to matter. I Seth was racing with a, a two year old motor that was weak. It it faded to beat the band. You can tell just by looking at his lap times that, and unless he drove out of his mind and Gonzalez had mistakes in yeah. that main, right, he wasn't gonna get it in that one. Yeah, I um because it because they didn't show up with the equipment, which I don't think, I don't think he was putting too much emphasis on it. He was he was racing four classes and was spread pretty thin between, you know, he was running borrowed cars and yeah he had all kinds of stuff going on.
0: Man, that's a lot of classes.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and and to be that competitive in all of them, that's a lot going on for your weekend. Yeah. Um, so. But
0: anyways, enough about that.
1: But the, well, I would say we have like at least 90% positive things to say about that event. So I just want to go on the record. We're we're being positive, Joe. We're no, spreading positivity. Uh,
0: you know, Oh God! I'm not gonna get into those. I want to get into it, but
1: everybody Let's get into it just shortly.
0: Shortly, I'm not gonna get. To go I'm far. not gonna get into my rant because right now it's just pretty violent, and that's it. <laughs> but basically, on a stupid, stupid, stupid. Uh, no, the post wasn't stupid. Somebody asks. You want to run mod at Thunder Road And it turned into a shit show
1: (laughs) It wasn't that bad But yeah
0: continue It turns into a shit show And that's Minnesota That's nowhere else Sorry guys Your dicks aren't that big Nobody cares that much about your RC racing (laughs) If you lose When you go home Is your wife still going to love you I'm guessing not by the way These assholes respond (laughs) <laughs> Anyways um, Yeah no people are just like Well is it good for racing You should only be positive on your podcast You should only be positive You know what Start your own podcast Name it the Positive Minnesota RC Podcast And you're going to last three goddamn episodes Because you're going to run out of stuff to talk about
1: Well the what gets me is You know that this isn't a democracy No it's a dictatorship. Yes. I, I serve at the pleasure of you, and you serve at the pleasure of nobody. It's your show. It
0: It's turning into our show. You know, there's sometimes I say, hey, let's not talk about this, and you might do it too, and we respect it. Yeah. But it, I mean, but also we like to gossip like little school bitches.
1: Yeah, that's half the fun, isn't it? I mean, it's I,
0: fun trying to figure out I don't where...
1: get the. I don't get the side or the take that everything has to be positive in this hobby and i don't know what makes it different from any other form of racing but i've i've raced a lot of different things in my life and a lot of the other people that race rc have too and anywhere you go in racing there's drama because there's passion and the passion fuels that drama right and it's as long as it's not violent I I don't see a problem with it. If yeah. somebody's feelings get hurt, eh, I'm sorry, but that's life. Right. Like you're gonna get your feelings hurt. Life is hard.
0: I I quit caring about other people and just caring about myself, and I've been having a lot more fun.
1: Yeah, it's a good thing, and you know I maybe the people just tend to focus on the negative things that we talk about, but I'm. <laughs> If I went back and listened to the, all the episodes that we've done this year, you know, reaching back to to last spring or fall, whenever was that was, March, I, th- I think we've been fairly positive about most of the stuff we talk about. We've been evolving,
0: you know what I mean? It's like we used to talk crap on Thunder Road, or we never used to talk about them at all.
1: Yeah, that. Well, that's just that's. It's unfortunate though because that basically just boils down to one person. Yeah,
0: that is true. So. But we used to and then we started talking good about them when they started doing good stuff. Yeah. So.
1: Well they did, they just had a a decent race this. There was a lot of people going racing this weekend. So Dude. Thunder Road had a pretty decent turnout.
0: Thun, yep. And by the way, huh.
1: I went racing the last two weeks in a row.
0: I was gonna say, yeah. So since when I got a question, since when is the toy box doing three rounds of qualifying on a Saturday?
1: I think it started at their season opener, which was last weekend, which I was I was at that as well. So right. I I went racing the last two Saturdays in a row. How about that?
0: That's awesome.
1: You're... I had a long layoff <laughs> yeah. from my mini truggy. So
0: were you rusty? I
1: raced I raced whatever Whatever our end of season race was at the 510 last year, so it was in April, Yep. I drove the car one time at at Sean's place. So somebody else actually raced my mini-truggy more than me this oh, yeah. outdoor season. Bruce because did, Bruce, right? Bruce, yeah, Bruce had it for a couple races. Yep. I never raced it. I bought all them outdoor tires, and I never went and did anything with them. <laughs> so I'm set if I feel like going racing next year. Um, but I'm back. That's awesome. Are you having fun? Yeah, I had a blast. Uh you know, I got to race with a lot of my friends the first weekend. Connor was there, the Savakuls were there, John Schroer. Um it was a little light their first weekend. Yeah. When everybody was uh I think everybody was at J Con, right? Yeah.
0: Everyone was at J Con it's October.
1: Yep. And then yeah, this Saturday a pretty darn good turnout. They are doing three four-minute qualifiers. I don't I'm like not a, I'm not a fan, but I'm sure some people are, because why else would they have tried it? Are they doing
0: qual points?
1: You know, I haven't paid attention to they're, that.
0: If they're not doing qual points, they're wasting everybody's time. Sure. For sure. Because, I mean, look at your lap times from the first to the third round. Either tracks get faster or slower. They rarely get slower. Yeah. But that makes the first round just useless. Right. And it, a TQ in the second round would maybe put you fifth in the third round if you broke out of the third round or something like that. But, yeah, I like the toy box. I'm...
1: No, because when you look at overall results, it says fastest round, one out of three. When you're, when you're when you're looking at quals, dang it. Well, that's that's something that's easily fixable. It is if 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 Jason feels like that's the direction he wants to go for the year, and you know more power to him. It's his track. If it was my track, I'd be doing two five minute quals. Oh, for sure. But I... there I am. There I am telling telling jason how to run his track
0: but so you p.m. <laughs> me at like four something yesterday saying you were into the third round what time did he get out of there yesterday
1: mm, well i can just instead of guessing i can look at the race results i'm gonna say it was yeah it was it was 5:45 when that's the not, truggy a-man got done
0: that's a little late but not terrible it is
1: they start late, though. Yeah, they start it, at 11. In, in case you don't... Yeah, they so the, actually, they've started at like 11.30 to 11.45 That's not the good. last couple weeks. Why? They're, they are going to start at 11 okay. this coming Saturday. So that'll be four, 45 minutes sooner. But this coming Saturday, I think, is going to be big there. Because all the... Everybody that was doing... Or not everybody. A lot of people that went to JCon two weekends ago. And a lot of people that went to Omaha this weekend. I think a lot of them right. are gonna end up at the toy box next Saturday.
0: Well there's a toy box and uh five tens having a trophy race next week too.
1: Oh, are they are they back to a trophy race again already? Okay. Yeah. Well that'll that'll split people up for sure. Right, right. So
0: well it was pretty dead at the five ten yesterday for club racing. We had enough for three heats and <sighs> stock buggy had good competition. Yeah um chris martin wanted tq would it okay i just ate a bunch of d in the beginning like the first two (laughs) minutes i went like a lap down sure and then just crawled my way back up mini truggy senior and i were battling and i uh popped a ball cup and ended up like Two, three laps down from senior And got beat by a two-wheel drive stadium truck
1: Okay
0: Oh, man, it's
1: <laughs>
0: I've replaced that ball cup It's like it was never an issue until last month And now it's become yep. a big issue So um, What else was it? Oh Electrons are stupid on the front of the truggy They're no good
1: Yeah I had My first couple weekends last year with the truggy i had to run electrons because i was buying my stuff through sean yep and at that time uh proline was or yeah proline was out of stock of the positron stadium truck tires so i couldn't get them at that time so i have a pair of electrons that um well
0: go ahead sorry
1: well i just uh i didn't notice anything bad about them other than um my truck would skate around a little more. Yep. I think with those on it. So that it was a little looser, a little less stuck. Yep. Feeling?
0: Okay, if you were on them in all four corners, that's one thing. Yep. I was running positron rears.
1: Elect- so did it did it push?
0: <sighs> it like pushed and then gripped, then pushed and then gripped and the it, sure. it made it like hook around everything. Yeah. It was bad, and then so afterwards, like
1: kind of like a like a four wheel drive car taking a, a sharp turn on on uh, pavement. Yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, very similar. Be like
0: that. Yep, very similar. It just wasn't good. So afterwards, because there was plenty of time to practice, I put positrons on the front, and before I burnt up my motor, I was consistently go doing way faster lap times. Okay it it steered a little more but just a little but it was super consistent through the corners all right um so yeah i and so it had a very similar feeling to what i had in omaha with the electrons in the front and i was running electrons in the front at omaha and i realized i totally threw away the truggy by running electrons in the front In Omaha last (laughs) April, I threw it away hundred percent. That was just horrible. Sure, I ain't realize it was horrible. I just thought my truck was. I just thought I lost a handle on the truck. Is what I thought. Okay, but it's back and it's good now. Now I got. I got to put in a different motor.
1: Uh. Also Saturday, Dollar Hobbies had a pretty decent turnout with Fast Guys, too, because the top three in Stock Buggy was Kendall Welch, Nathan Jornt, and John Schroer. Yep. So they had a good turnout. MMR was rocking Friday night. That's good. Joey Carlson took the win there. Evan Banta, Chris Maluli. Nice. Some other of the regular Fast people were in attendance. When Minnesota shows up to race
0: we have enough racers to fill the tracks.
1: That was a ton of people that went racing on one weekend between Thunder Road that had a good turnout. Yep. And I didn't give them a shout out yet so Those are my standings from the J Con race. Anyway. And then the Somebody techno good race. somebody good one up at Thunder Road. Yep. We'll go with that. Yeah. And and people had fun.
0: And then at the Techno race we had a few people from Minnesota down there too.
1: Yeah, we'll we'll just keep this Seth Van Dalen fan club rolling. Uh, yeah yeah. So he what did he take? Was it electric buggy or I think he took nope, nitro Jared, buggy. Jared Wiggins won e buggy. Yeah, Wiggins. And Seth must have won Nitro buggy. Yep, yep.
0: I wanna get They ran me... mini Truggy. Yep. I'm uh Zach won it.
1: Yeah, they had ten people. Yeah so that's cool.
0: Yeah, makes me wanna go.
1: I... In the in the best friend battle, Bruce St. Ives was able to get the better of Jake Glander in both the mini truggy and the nitro truggy class.
0: Good, good, good.
1: <laughs> so shout out to Bruce and Busybody Designs. Better luck next time, Jake.
0: Yep. Um what was I going to say? Oh, I want to have um I want to have uh Jared Wiggins on here once. Do you know he's working for Techno with their development
1: team? No, I didn't know that. Is Was he an engineering student? or?
0: I don't know what he's doing in college. He is in college.
1: Okay, so he's not full-time with them.
0: No, but he's working. He's getting a paycheck from Techno to develop their cars. Okay. That's a pretty rad deal, I think. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's, he's going to... Try to become full on pro here so um what else do we got? We got oh, just a quick note I was talking to um a guy from Iowa named Jeremy Dre just a so you if if you ever think we have too many tracks in Minnesota, Iowa has twelve tracks. If you include clubs, isn't that okay. nuts? I always just thought. It sounds
1: that... like a lot, but I'd I bet you we're close.
0: Well, maybe. We Got to
1: be close to that.
0: Take away the backyard MNRC track, so.
1: Oh well, you just shot me in the foot there.
0: Not really. Well, know. you can't.
1: Well, you can't. The only one you can take away is loose nuts.
0: Yeah, that's it's true. The only,
1: it's the only one that doesn't operate regularly.
0: No, you're right. Yeah. So we,
1: you're only losing one.
0: We probably have a significant amount. To, I should have counted that up before uh, the season started, or before now, the podcast.
1: was he talking about all kinds of RC cars? He's talking all or kinds. Just
0: off-road? They basically do off-road. They do A-scale, 10-scale, and 5-scale. Tony Bacon built a pretty sweet Fiskale track. I wish I could do it, but I went on to Matt Olson's webpage, the mod whatever for Fiskale, and the price to hop up your vehicle properly, you you need to spend several thousand dollars. Sure. And he, he did say it's more expensive, so the maintenance cost entire cost on one fifth scale cost the same amount as two a scales sure and i think he means two a scales at a high level
1: yeah and yeah ridiculous tires ridiculous bodies
0: oh i know a I mean, guy
1: could go broke keeping your bodies looking nice on those things
0: right i don't think anybody would fault you if you bombed at one color sure um, One more thing I got in my notes
1: <clears throat>
0: So out of nowhere It was last Monday So it wasn't a throwback Thursday, flashback Friday Or a way back Wednesday It was last Monday Team Associated posted out of nowhere The prototype RC-10 Usually when they do stuff like that There's something new on the way And they've been dancing around. Uh, Is it going to be a world's buggy? Is it going to be a B7? Is it going to be a B6.2? I mean, I'm sure the top guys know. I'm sure. But, yeah, right now it's A's playing these weird games. But I did get a confirmation on one thing. On their Instagram, they had a Ask Me Anything in their story. I asked them, are you coming out with the mini-truggy? And they said, not at this time. So that means they're not going to. Hmm. So, Associated's got to lean on team velocity for mini-truggy action if you're an Associated guy.
1: And nothing wrong with that, too, because I think they're doing it pretty well. I, I love mine. I actually, I like that for them. When When we started talking about... The possibility of Associated dipping in several months ago, I was kind of bummed out because of those Velocity guys. It would have killed you know, them. They stepped out. They spent their own time and their own money to come up with this, and so I actually think it's a good thing. Right.
0: You know, Senior loves his too. I mean, he's been running his like crazy, and I mean, we're pretty similar on setups, and he likes his. Sure. Awesome. So. All right, I think that's all I got. Do you have anything more? Should we do yeah, listener? Yeah, uh, oh, just,
1: just, little, just little news blurbs. Like, uh, I saw OS put out a little teaser that there's going to be a, another new Adam Drake nitro motor, yep. the AD2, yep. which AD2 kind of plays on some nostalgic people's heartstrings oh, for going sure. back to vintage gas truck stuff. Oh, yeah. Yep, that's awesome. So, do I, you, I mean, do, do you know anybody that got the Adam Drake motor when it came out recently? Or I know the original Adam Drake motor is very
0: good. Okay. I don't know about the new one, and I don't know. So, OS motors, they're always a mix of things, a mix of this piston, this sleeve, with this block, with this carb, with this head
1: from model to model you mean yeah like like my... this This new model's got a the the short head this and the old 2101 that and that's what you're saying
0: something similar like um my ninja bo5 is a straight up mix between the um between the 2103 motors the 2103r and the 2103s and it's a rocket ship sure so no it's super good um I'm, I'm i've always been an os fan i've only had one bad os motor and it seemed just to be a bad motor in general because everybody blew them up and that was the os spec 3 I bought one when it was brand new. I know Conrad bought a brand new one and popped it. A lot of people bought brand new ones and just blew them up. So
1: So that one kind of faded away, huh? That was
0: really in memory. I think that's the only bad bad one.
1: Like Sure. I I had nothing but good things to say about the um, what would it have been, the twenty, twenty-one, oh two. 2 I got a a, I got one round. of the shortheads from Tony Sletton.
0: Right, right. Yeah, it was a that good one. thing ran mint. Yeah, for sure. Um, th- It's a little bit different tune, but once it was tuned, it was good. Sure. There's still yeah, people I running them. At the them.
1: time, I was, I was spending a lot of time in the pits with Pablo, and Pablo's pretty proficient at getting motors tuned in so he helped me a ton when i had that thing going right right but that was i think i think that was a huge part of why i had so much fun was i didn't i didn't chintz out and i I mean i did a little bit because i bought a used one but i I bought it from a a reputable source yep you know a family that i knew would not sell me junk correct
0: correct you know yeah you're getting only good stuff
1: Speaking of nitro buggy, uh, Al Smith posted Leadfinger came out with a body for Techno's new nitro buggy. So they got a tactic body for the NB48 2.0. Looks awesome.
0: It looks, Um, I love the shapes. There's a lot of nice detail.
1: Looks way better than stock. I, I might have to think about building a Techno.
0: Speaking of if like, I
1: do if I do dip in the nitro buggy again, yeah,
0: the, the new 2.0 is really good, right, um, I'm not a C-Hub car fan of just my driving style, yeah, I like a pillow ball, but that's just what I like to drive, that's a personal preference,
1: right, but it, and I, I think I would like that,
0: yeah, but the Techno the techno is a good car. Um, Speaking of Leadfinger, I got the new thick body for the Mini Truggy. And usually after the first day, I got a couple of little cracks in it.
1: I got nothing. It held up very well. Ooh, I'm glad to hear that. I actually had a side note to talk about that body just to mention it since we were bringing up Leadfinger. Yep. It's so it's spendy but it's worth the cash Sure
0: Oh I got another note So it's on the way I bought A drone off of Wish
1: <laughs> I don't know what Wish is You don't know what Wish is I don't
0: If you want to see the most banana shit from China You've ever seen in your life You go on Wish.com
1: Okay and then what it
0: just look at their crazy... Oh, man. Like, there's like... I, I don't want to say all the stuff that's on there because we swear here and there, but I know younger ears listen to this show. Yep. But it's stupid funny stuff on there. But they do have drones and all that. Well, this is a DJI Phantom 4 Pro. Drone clone. So it's a copy of it. A copy of a thousand dollar drone, okay? Mm-hmm. I paid thirty-three bucks for it. So Not you want too bad. You you wanna know what I'm kinda hoping's gonna happen?
1: Yeah, what are you hoping's gonna happen?
0: It gets like two hundred feet in the air and just has a massive bulb fire. <laughs> okay. Just because I mean I've seen it so the the cover picture is never accurate but you flip over a few pictures and you get an accurate picture and it looks like a DJI DJI <laughs> DJI um but it's a it's going to be a complete piece of crap but right i on. i do buy useful stuff off there like um i buy my wrenches to take apart old video game cartridges off of there I've bought in drill bits, shrink tube, just ch- cheap little crap like that. Sure. And that's what Wish is good for for me and for a good laugh. Like, um, there's male enhancement pills and the ads for them are ridiculous and I don't know why they're on my home page. But they make me laugh, and my wife is like, oh, you must be searching. I'm like, no, I'm not searching for this <laughs> stuff. It just pops up. Cause sure. What I think happened was um, I bought something for my old podcast that I had laser etched, and we use it as a promotional tool. So then after that, it was like wish gone wild.
1: So... Um so here's an update on how many places we have to go racing. Okay. So we've got 11 dedicated places. Oh wow. In Minnesota, we've got if you add in the MotoDome and Loose Nuts, that hits 13. And then if you take I I think Underground RC is across the border nope. in Fargo. Nope. It's not.
0: Nope, that's still in Minnesota.
1: Okay, move that over to the Minnesota side. So that's 12 or 14, depending on how you're you're counting. And then I kind of count the Toy Box and Rick's because it's not the traditional... That's not a Wisconsin track to the majority of Wisconsin racers. Sure. You know, I kind of claim them as our own. We don't have to for the purpose of this, but anyway, um, yeah, between between Minnesota and Iowa we got a we got a whole shit ton of places to go racing
0: did he count the new Moorhead track going into the mall
1: um i yeah. don't know i don't know what i got here yeah we no, got a lot. I didn't
0: we have a lot and we have enough racers to fill them up
1: so i know i'm missing some stuff too cuz there's some stuff out west that i don't really know about oh. more than just genesis
0: Yep, and so. there's the Albert Lee track, and there there's a lot.
1: Oh, yeah, they got that outdoor track. Yep, yep. So. I forgot about that. There's anyway,
0: so many. Yeah, you're right. Um, we got more. Hey, than...
1: this just in. What? I got a instant update right now, and it pertains to this podcast only because we're huge mini truggy geeks. What's Keith Vanderhyde is dipping into the mini truggy. Awesome. So he's been looking for something to kind of spice things up. He was kind of hemming and hawing about what he needs to do, what he needs to change up. He was thinking about getting out of two-wheel drive buggy, which is weird because he won Yeah. yesterday. Me and him had an awesome uh, seesaw battle in that class. <clears throat> um, but anyway, he he told me he, he just picked up uh, an ET410. Sweet. You know, I forgot to talk to you.
0: What do you think of the B6 and compared to the 22? This is your first couple of outings with it.
1: Man, it's uh, well, I. It's hard to compare the two, and I'll, I'll tell you why. So for those that don't know, I got mine from Kyle Holmberg. Right. Kyle Holmberg is a very meticulous guy when it comes to setup and tuning. Mm-hmm. So I bought a car that already ran awesome. Yep. That's what nice. I did not buy was a kit B6.1 and then get it there. Yep. So that's a cheat. But that aside, yeah, I've <laughs> the only thing I've changed is ride height and the thing is so fast. Yeah. Um it corners. I I it? stepped on my D too many times, too many times yesterday to get the win, right. but the speed was unbelievable. It's nice. Um yeah. I'm. I'm really getting along with the car. I like it. Haven't had the chance to run it anywhere else, but it's it's lights out at the toy box right now. It's super fast. That's
0: why I'm nervous if Associated comes out with a new car.
1: Sure. Well, you don't need to buy it. You're right. Anyway,
0: you're right. You don't need to buy it, but it's a new car.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but you got two B6.1s now, so you're set for a while. Um. (laughs) Oh, well,
0: what I was gonna say is uh I'm gonna have uh, Mikey Johnson from Proctor break in my new one actually. Cause okay him and a bunch of Duluth guys are coming down to the five ten trophy race next week. oh
1: sweet, so
0: but he only had a state- only has a stadium truck. It's like well, dude, just run this,
1: yeah, them guys need to need to step it up and get some. 10th scale Truggies for next summer. I know. They, that place needs to be running that class. Uh,
0: they made a big <clears throat> mistake.
1: Ross Ross Judnick drove all the way down uh, Saturday to race at the Toy Box. Right. I think that's the only 10th scale vehicle he has now. Otherwise, he probably would have brought something else and raced another class, but he just raced 10th scale truggy, and he did really well with it. So
0: Yeah, for sure. All right. We got uh, questions. If Let's you're do ready, it. Patrick Anderson. After taking a long break, have you ever found it hard to get back into racing? Well, you just got off of a long break. Did you find it? I hard-
1: did. Me, me and my mini truggy, we are married. Yep. It, it, the layoff didn't matter one bit. I. And I, I haven't been racing Sean or Zach or anything like that, but we're getting along really well with each other. Right. It it was like it was almost like I took no time off. That's and I, I don't know what to attribute that to because I used to attribute it to the fact that I played around with VRC quite a bit. Okay. And I I haven't been doing that lately. Hmm. So in the layoff between April and now I had almost zero stick time.
0: Well, I mean, maybe you just have it.
1: Well, I don't know if I have it, but... Um, or maybe... I I know what he's talking about, though, and I've I've felt that before, but... It's hard I to pack mean, your stuff up and the go the, to the track. Who the hell gives a shit? Like, go to the racetrack, have fun, do laps. Who Who cares if you're not dialed in or whatever? And, Patrick, if you're not working right now... And you're skipping out on the toy box? I think it's BS. Come race with us. We miss you.
0: You know, I've taken one long break when I was a teenager. I took a year off between the ages uh, 15 and 16, I want to say. And I hate to say it, but I lost a step and I never got it back. (laughs) Okay. It's whatever. I mean, I. Uh... Hey, you know. Quick note: Did you listen to the last No Name podcast? No Name RC podcast.
1: No, it was fucking. F- sorry. No, you're my fine. French. It was five hours and forty minutes, or four hours and fifty minutes, or something like that. There's no way I'm gonna sit down and listen to an RC podcast for that long. I'm sorry.
0: That's why you fast forward through segments. Did you not I actually, see? Who I can't.
1: He... I can't do it. All right. What did I miss?
0: You didn't see who he had on there.
1: No, what? Josh
0: Heino. Huh? BMX, nineties to early two thousand, uh, like uh, ramp guy. Who? Josh Heino, E mm, H E I N O.
1: That was the time that I didn't pay attention.
0: Okay. See, I paid attention to when, like, the beginning of his career from like ninety five to ninety nine and then i stop paying attention so yeah just listen to that oh, that segment's a long segment it's like 3 well you're
1: gonna, you're going to have to give me a timestamp cuz i'm not going to i'm it, not going to root around it's in
0: the that description podcast, of the podcast it. it's in the description of the podcast
1: don't tell me all these facts <laughs> joe
0: all right anyways cool let's, yeah let's get back to questions um <laughs> Scooter Scott just picked up a TLR point 2.0. What's your thoughts on this buggy? Thoughts on maintaining and adjusting the belts. Have you ever had one?
1: I did. Uh, I loved my 2.0. I, I got rid of it only because when I would have a catastrophic failure, it tends to take out a lot of things. Mm -hmm. there's a lot of intricate little parts in that belt system. And I had one time where I snapped a belt and it cost me like $120 to replace everything. Now that was an unusual instance, but it just kind of sparked something in me. Right. And, um, anyway, it is a pain in the ass to work on. Um, so I got sick doing that, but it it got much better with that 2.0 because they switched to gear diffs okay so you didn't you didn't need to tear it down after every single race day and maintenance maintenance your diffs you know maintenance ball diffs which was nice yeah because there was i mean you had to tear apart half of the of the buggy and the time spent after you did it five six seven times you just got sick of it yeah because it would honestly take like it take like 45 minutes just to tear it all down. That's a bummer. But uh it drove amazing. Yep. I lo- I loved it. It was and when all your stuff is new, the thing's so quiet.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: you, so you're you can be like sneaky fast yep. out on the track. I like that aspect.
0: Um so I'm wh- I'm
1: always going to be a TLR fan though. Yeah. Where so. did you
0: where did you uh like your belts at? Uh pfft. Not setting, but like feeling.
1: Like, I don't get what you mean.
0: So like, I don't, I don't
1: understand the question.
0: When I set belts for a belt car, I want them loose, but not loose enough to where they can walk off the gear.
1: Yeah, I didn't. I probably didn't set my stuff as loose as I should. Yep. Because I, I was, I guess, I was running mod, so okay. I was, I was worried about the the belt jumping mm-hmm and and tearing up you know the the sprockets yep um so that that probably led to some of my problems honestly yeah
0: i mean well right. i didn't tighter... i didn't want
1: to be able to push down too far yeah. you know what i mean yeah
0: the tighter it is the more bind you're gonna have yep so anywho yeah yeah i guess it's i've never had one so I can't speak on it, but they're not, they're not fast.
1: They have a narrow setup window. Okay. So if, if you nail it the, it, the car can be amazing. And we saw Fend do incredible things at different times with that car. Right. I mean, he smoked everybody at the 10 scale nationals one year. Right. Right. So. All right.
0: All right, Jeremy Dre. What is your opinion of Roar? Do you have any opinions?
1: No, I, I don't have enough education on it to to form an educated one. What I will say is like, well, where the hell's Roar around us, and what is that person doing?
0: Aaron and Bonner is doing, a regional director.
1: That's what I want to know.
0: Aaron Bonner is a regional director. And he just, I mean, he doesn't care. He, okay. He took the, it's like, God dang it, my phone keeps buzzing my mic. But it's like he took the gig and he just stays there. I don't know. Why does not he quit and we have no region? We get melted into another region. That would help. But anyways, my thoughts on Roar, you need unified rules. So that's where Roar is good. Yep. The problem with Roar is start out with the rules. They don't update enough. I don't think stock should, I think stock should go to fixed timing. Go to fixed timing, like with the brush motors, it was 24 degrees of timing fixed, no more, no less. Um, what else? They just need to follow their own, they have too many loopholes, like a $175 trinity motor. There's loopholes in that to where you can run them at a roar race when Aurora says you're only supposed to have a motor that costs $150. Just because instead of you upgrading the motor, they did it. It's a $90 motor upgraded to
1: $170. Sure.
0: So there's little loopholes like that. Um... Yeah, they need to update stuff more. But also there's been just really shady things coming from them. Regards to motors. To what all of a sudden becomes illegal. What all of a sudden becomes legal. What stays legal. It's its a shit show there. Um, yeah, they're just not doing what they need to do. And I think a big problem is regardless of popular opinion, nobody in that organization gets paid. And if you right. don't have people getting paid, you don't have people that are really gonna care. Right. Um I mean they've they've had presidents that have been shit and they have They've had, in the past fifteen years they've just since the brushless and light bulb thing and then what they call for charging their charging batteries, it's like you're trying to wreck my stuff. You're trying to make me charge at one C, you're gonna wreck my batteries. <laughs> sure. I mean, they need to upgrade their r- rules and quit being so dirty but in general we need them yeah so what
1: necessary else? evil right right
0: all right greg newson tire recommendations for two-wheel drive stock buggy at 510 in the toy box i like uh positron rear electron front at both tracks i like a little more worn out tire at the toy box And a newer tire at the 510, it takes several runs to break in a new set of tires. So be prepared to practice a lot. What do you like?
1: I think that's pretty good advice. I don't know if I can expand too far on it. I, after buying Electron Fronts to start this season, I think I prefer the Positron's. But I also I had a wicked fast car on Saturday, so I don't know if I want to screw that up. I did try to go to slicks uh, for the third qualifier. Yep. But um, unfortunately, I hadn't spent any time on that tire yet, so I hadn't broken it in. So I I slapped I slapped down brand new slicks just to try. Yeah. Because I I knew I was sitting top three. For qualifying. We were having some really nasty qualifiers, so I didn't think I was in danger of getting shuffled too far back. So I was like, Well, I'm gonna put the slicks on because there's been times where I've seen like I've seen like Donnie Harvey put a set of slicks on and he is just crazy faster than everybody else. That's still running their positrons. And I wanted a piece of that. I was, (laughs) I I needed, I needed something to get me from where I was to TQ. Mm -hmm. And I thought that might be it. So I slapped that down and you know, it was like Bambi on ice. Yeah. And luckily I had enough time. I got up to the stand early, slapped it down, you know, basically hit the trigger one time and I was like, Oh crap, this isn't going to work. So I ran real quick grabbed my car, I took the, the rear slicks off and just replaced the rears with my positrons just for time's sake. Yep. And then, so I had a car that wouldn't turn. Yeah. But had, but had good rear traction. So I still ended up doing, you know, dog crap in that third qualifier. But um, what I was getting around to is, is, I think, at a certain point in the day, the toy box is reaching either slicked-out positrons, worn-out stuff for whatever reason, still seems to work there. Yep. Or if you want to get really fast, you need broken-in slicks.
0: Slicks or primes.
1: Uh, well, I I just used the. Uh, I think I, for the most part, you see guys on. Octagons and inversions, so okay. uh, a grooved slick, if you will. So
0: primes, I believe, are groove slicks
1: too. Well, they just got those, you know, those little, those little curvy deals in them. A I don't, little bit of a V. Yeah. So. I don't even honestly know what the hell that does.
0: Um, they make it so there's tread on them, so they're roar legal. Ah. Okay. So when it's down to slicks. Um let's see what else do we got? Um Hesh goes, how's stadium truck at the five ten? Trying to find a reason to race winter semi locally and get Derek to go as well. Granted I got a new Euro truck tra- today, but carpet just doesn't please me. Um It's dead. Stadium trucks... De- I mean, Chris Martin's trying to get it going. Silver Bullet as a stadium truck. But other than that...
1: No. It's, it's so dead everywhere outside of summer racing Thursday nights at Lake Superior right. RC
0: Club. And in Omaha. But that's Omaha. But I
1: love the class, but it's dead. It's Yeah, let it die. Run a mini-truggy. Quit, quit, tr- quit trying to... To talk people into getting, oh, we need to bring this class back. No, you don't. They're garbage anyway.
0: I I disagree with that, but I agree with your sentiment. (sighs) Let it die. It's evolved to mini-truggy. That's the way I look at it.
1: Or just run what every single other person runs. Yeah. A stock two-wheel drive buggy.
0: If you have a two-wheel drive buggy, you can run anywhere.
1: Yeah. Come on, Hesh. But uh, honestly to their, you know to speak to those guys up there, that class isn't very fun up there. Yeah. 2 wheel drive buggy.
0: Yeah. no, That sucks up there. They tried it this year and it sucked.
1: All the more reason that they should have 10th-scale truggies.
0: Oh, for sure. But, I don't know. Pete Phillips, instead of people trying to promote a new spec class how about we ask tracks to have rear motor class? There are a lot of old rear motor cars and trucks out there with limited places to run them competitively. Parts can't do it because of parts.
1: Yeah. I can't condone that either for the exact same reason.
0: If you could do a rear, if motor- you've got
1: a, and if, if you're a good driver, yeah. you can make that work yeah. still. You I've, I've seen, and it's funny to talk about it because it's in the stadium truck class, but, um, uh, d- as as recent as two years ago there was a kid kick in my butt in the stadium truck class with a T four point two. Yeah. That's what so,
0: Silver Bullet runs and it's a great truck. But
1: Who's the Silver Bullet?
0: Mike Johnson.
1: Who's Mike Johnson?
0: From Duluth. He's gonna be running my buggy at five ten next week. My oh, buggy. right
1: on. Yeah.
0: I got to find a new color besides I sprayed the last little bit of green I had on my new truggy body. So I got to find another color to go with the white bottom stripe. Okay. I don't have time to order another can of Tamiya green. Sure. I have a Tamiya yellow, but it's like a weird pastel color.
1: You don't live that far from a hobby shop. I know, but
0: that means I have to find time to get to a hobby shop.
1: Yeah, how far, well, how far away is that one in Elbertville or wherever it is? That's not, that can't be far. 15, 20
0: minutes? Yeah. Senior and I were talking about this. Senior goes, why didn't you sauce and bag your tires? I said, I didn't have time. He goes, if you did all three cars, it would take you X amount of time, like 15 minutes. I go, yeah, I don't have that kind of time. Like my free time of the week is done doing this podcast this hour to hour and a half. Sure. That is my only free time during the week. Usually. Yeah. I I stayed up last night and ordered the fights. That's a little more, but usually I do stuff from when I wake up. It sure
1: does help for two wheel drive buggy though, man.
0: I know. And it hurt a little bit in the beginning of the day for me. And it's weird. So it's like, Chris's car was really good at the beginning for grip, and his faded. Mine was dog shit in the beginning of a run, but then came in and got grip. Sure, it, it was weird. The track was a little chillier though, so. Okay. And there were only there wasn't enough, enough entries to bring the groove to where it needs to be.
1: Sure. Yeah.
0: Tim Wilson. I'm guessing something happened at Dollar. Grown adults storming off the driver's stand halfway through a race, then having a tantrum like a five-year-old that didn't get their candy bar they wanted. And, and then he goes FTM sedan killing 21 five sedan at Dollar. That's a fixed timing motor. Good. It should. Fixed timing should replace all stock classes. should be fixed timing. 17.5 should be fixed timing. You should not be allowed to adjust that stuff. For me as an adult, storming off the stand and having a tantrum, I've I've been there back in the day. What it is, it's it's temporary mental illness. (laughs) It really is. There's a difference between... Being angry and being mentally ill and throwing tantrums. When, like recently, I've been mad coming off the driver's stand. I don't think it was halfway. It was just the race was over. But I kept my mouth shut. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. If you're going to have a tantrum at the end of a race regardless of what happened buddy you need to do a mental health inventory is what i think do you have a different take at all on this
1: i don't know there's <laughs> there there's just some people that we know do that and you just you do your best uh to look the other way
0: <laughs> I don't anymore. I don't care. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna start calling people out on it, but I kind of want to.
1: Nah. Yeah. I just. I don't know. There's some people that are really passionate about it, and they they have an issue controlling their emotions. But I know guys that have improved a lot since the time that I started. Yep. Over now. Yeah. Oh. Well, and I'm proud of them for it. But once in a while, they regress. It's everybody's unique, right? Yep. You you don't know what somebody's dealing with in their life, and you know that could be affecting them. Right. I I do I do though wish that the the people that run the tracks, when stuff like that happens, you, you should pull a guy aside and say, "Hey, that doesn't cut it." Okay. Right and you know you don't you don't have to be brash with them but just hey we don't we don't want you to leave we don't want you to be this angry but you can't do that you I know used we've to got kids around guys. you have you have yep. to be a role model you,
0: i uh, used to be one of those guys and then i'm reminded daily of it when i go through my facebook memories and read all of the dumb crazy angry shit i used to write on my facebook page
1: <laughs> sure
0: i literally go through my memories every morning and hit delete 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 <laughs> up in, up until like 2 years ago sure dude i might sound like i'm being a little harsh but people need to be honest with themselves and take a mental health inventory, and if you think you're in the right doing what you do, maybe racing's not for you, yeah, if it's i mean like i don't know if if you can't keep it's it's tough, but
1: you know or if you're if you're gonna do stuff like that walk out of the building first. Right, like
0: I said, I I've been there's a difference between anger and mental illness. An angry guy will get off the driver's stand, put his stuff down and be silently angry. You know, or maybe have a little chat with somebody, not an angry dickish yelling match, but a little chat with the person they have a problem with. You know, it's it's Rampant, it, it it is rampant in the state. Yep. But whatever you know, it is what it is. And finally, senior goes. That's Joser Senior for people who don't know. You guys need to start a Johnny Shore watch. What car he has this week, and have him give you a breakdown of what <laughs> car he likes best this month.
1: He does get bored very easily I I like that about him He he doesn't He can have a car that he's winning with Every single week And he'll get bored with it And go start something else He'll always go Well not always I can't say always
0: But the majority of the time He goes back to the Associated Within two to three months (laughs) Um He finished the summer with a Schumacher, and it looked really good. But his consistency went in the shitter. I beat him at the last race. I should not be beating Johnny Shore with my skill level. And I watched him crash. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? You shouldn't crash (laughs) there, type thing. But, But, I mean, he put down such fast laps with that car, too, though. But that that goes back to the old Yokomo argument. And when I had a Yokomo, man, the Yokomo would do a fast lap. But, man, I wasn't talented enough to stay consistent with that car. Sure. It would do... It would jump differently every time you hit the same lap after lap. It would jump the jumps differently. It was a little... Not too bad in the is a little inconsistent in the corners, but it wasn't terrible. But yeah, I don't know. Uh It looks like he's got a different car this week. I don't know what he's got. I don't. I don't know if he still has a Schumacher or not. But yeah,
1: hmm.
0: we'll see. So, anyways, do you have anything else?
1: Not a bad, not a bad idea, senior.
0: Yeah, no kidding.
1: It is content. It it will keep creating content if we pay attention to what John's doing, dude. That's
0: that's a monthly thing, and his one scale vehicles too. He's been getting a different one scale vehicle about every two months.
1: I thought he is he just waiting for his Tesla or I don't wasn't well he, wasn't he planning on getting one of those? Oh
0: man, that would be nice to get one, but he went from. I believe, a truck to, I think he started the summer with um, the electric Chevy. I believe it's a Bolt. Not the Volt, but a Bolt. Okay. And then he went to some Jeep vehicle within a couple months. So he might be waiting for a Tesla, just juggling I I don't know if he works on his own stuff, but if you follow the rich rebuilds channel on, um, on YouTube, Tesla makes it next to impossible to work on your own stuff. Really? Let's say you want to replace, I don't know, let's say a simple front end component. Mm -hmm. They won't sell you a part. You have to find, um, you have to find one in the junkyard with a good part and get that from a junkyard. Shut up. I'm dead serious. They won't sell you that's, parts.
1: That's
0: bullshit. It is. But it's interesting the way this guy works. Cause, so he found a car that was in a flood so the battery was bad. So, But Tesla wouldn't sell him the battery. So he found another one that was in a really bad accident, but the battery was good, and combined the two cars together. Right. But it's, it's funny, he had to have his like computer and stuff hacked to update and to work and all that because Tesla would not update the software to make the car work after he got it
1: everything correct on it. That's fucking garbage. Because yeah, in the grand in the grand scheme of things, how many people are actually going to do that, percentage wise? Well, you know, that's now, less than one oh, percent of the people that are going to own that car. Right.
0: But now with this rich rebuilds guy, you've got a <laughs> ton of people taken and started this little group. It's not a big group, but it's a strong group of people that now work on their own Teslas. It's almost like. Uh, punk rock to be able to work on your own tesla because they have that under such tight control but anyways
1: yeah whatever i'm never gonna own one so i wanted to
0: um like a tesla model s that's about two to three years old is about four to five grand just out of my price range sure but yeah i when you watch a Rich Rebuilds channel and what Tesla's put him through, it's such a turn off.
1: Well, I'm I'm not turned on by the guy in general, so yeah, I I, I try not to do not to support anything that he does. Right, so.
0: sure. All right, well, let's end this one. We might be back next week with an episode. We might not be. Um, just remember, race next weekend wherever you race. Make sure you hit the track. I'm Joe Zer Jr. And with me was Ryan Greening. And we've ran out of talent.